Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast. My name's Dan, thank you for joining us. Every week we come together with nine facts that we've dredged somewhere. From books, from the internet, we make a decision of whether they're worth sharing or if they should be chucked in the bin of nonsense. I have three, four years stuff about burglaries, baseball and bankruptcy. It's nice to alliterate. Uh, Mark is also here, what have you got? Did you see Connor's face, by the way, when you said facts we get from books and he just gave that look as what the heck is a book? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I'm going to have a break in a minute. This week, map issues, stealth marketing and umpire rules. Now, I can, I, can, I can look all around. I can see mine and Mark's uh, proper document that we've got full of notes, full of links. Mark's even highlighted things. Connor's got three lines on his phone. What do they contain, Con? Uh, we're going to talk about Japan, the smells of space. And um, car racing. There you go. It's a brand new Baffled. All coming up for you next. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, just very quickly, before we properly crack into facts, uh, I'd like to say thank you to listeners Loretta mm. and uh, someone who's got the Instagram handle, Learn a Language 2020. I'm not sure if the two are related, but anyway, uh, it was my birthday the other day. And they wish me a happy birthday. Or they said that they know someone who also had the same birthday as me. Thank you very much. I really that's not, appreciate That's it. not the same as wishing you a happy birthday going, I know someone who's got the same birthday as you. No, no, no. We'll Did say they it. say the words happy birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Dan. This is from Loretta. You and Rowan, brackets my daughter and your favourite non-relative listener, uh, share a birthday. There you go. So a little bit of fact. There we go. And also, uh, Luke said happy birthday to you on the Baffled Pod. Uh, Luke, well. you're very kind. We've got a lovely picture of you, which if you haven't seen, go to the Instagram Baffled Pod on Instagram. I do, I do look of Dan forward. looking very excited about his birthday. So here's the thing. I've noticed we're putting a lot more social videos out now. We've got a swanky new studio, which we're all in for the first time in a little while. You can see these by giving us a follow on Instagram. We are at Baffled Pod there. Now, just I just want to take you through the background of making this show. Mark is a lot more involved than we are. I think he's titled himself executive producer. You can tell with the videos. As in, you're the only one that's ever bloody in them. I mean, if I'm the only one that ever says anything funny, it's the only one who's ever going to make it onto the social page. I mean, come on. Up your game in the funny stakes, you might make it on the social but page. I think, I think the thing is here is it needs to be addressed is, out of us three, the last person that should be the face of the podcast on socials is probably yourself. It's also, hey, at least I can make it into the studio normally. You've given yeah, yourself the best one. camera angle as well. Yeah, hey, you, I know. Look. I know. And, and, and you present I know, I know what I'm doing. Just you, to give everyone a little bit of a background of what we just went through, okay? So we've just sat down. There's some new lighting. Hello, you can probably see it. It's looking all lovely. 
had uh, somebody in just positioning us all, telling me to move my head slightly to the right because it was blocking Mark's shot. The money shot. And also, have you noticed, he presents the podcast, podcast, looking at the camera now. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I feel like Mark, yeah, yeah, he has entered the kind of Premier League of podcasting now. He's on it. He looks at the cameras. He's like, yeah, he's, he's doing it he's, right. He's like the Norwich, the team in the Premier League that constantly get relegated and then have to strive their way to get back up. I feel like after the episode where you absolutely ripped him apart for his weight, he's probably felt like he's had to up his game, bless him. I put that on the socials. I, you know... Sometimes I'll put up a little bit of Mark Ribbon on there as well, mainly to show the fact that I am not fat. Uh, listen, if you want to see those videos, it's at Baffled Pod over on Instagram, and we do a little bit of TikToking as well. Uh, facts time, though. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Probably get into it. Good birthday. Yeah. It, we're, we're recording it the day after I've been away for four days, and I'm feeling a tad delicate. Yeah, you do look a little bit delicate today. I just feel, and also, when you do these things, you, you know, you, you don't drink enough water. I've, I've eaten every different form of bread going for the last four days. Like, every meal has consisted of bread. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I'm good, but I've managed to squeeze in some fact-hunting time. Mm. A year older, a year wiser, head full of more facts. Yeah, I'm excited for it. What do you got? Okay, we're going to go in with uh, one that I saw on Twitter. And I just instantly fell in love with it because it's ridiculous, but great at the same time. Uh, so, in Japan... It's common to find QR codes on the headstones in cemeteries, hmm. right? But I really, I really love this. So there's QR codes on the headstones of cemeteries for different people. Not everyone. It's like only certain people that decide to do it for their family members. Yeah. But when you're scanning around in in cemeteries, maybe, and you're you know going to find family members and pay your dues, you might find a QR code and think to yourself, "Oh, I wonder what that person's life was." You scan it and you get a full edited video of their life. Who, who does that? Who, ed- who edits the video? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's some that, company charging that, a heck of a lot of money <laughs> because sometimes you got to cash in on that grief. So I did look into that, and uh, it's actually like the family that do it, and then they generate the edit. They do whatever they want to do, and then you can have it put onto the headstone. It's just an engraving of a QR code on a headstone, basically, I that takes you to a video online. It's I, fine until people stop using QR codes in five years time yeah I mean, it's a fair point it's a fair point the only time i use qr codes now is obviously with covid to all like, i feel like qr codes died out and then covid happened and everyone went oh qr code's quite useful for that would well, you know what i was kind of when i found the facts i was thinking to myself oh there, there's a bit of a nonsense well this is crazy but also really nice in the same breath like being a bit serious here all jokes what a lovely thing if you actually are able to create a really nice video of this person's life maybe a few highlights and you can go and watch that as a family member or somebody can i think it's quite a nice thing it's a it, missed, it, missed opportunity for shenanigans though yeah i mean mm. yeah this is a problem you could you, you know leave a message from beyond the grave that leads to nothing yeah. Oh, thank you so much for coming to my grave. Uh, I had a lovely life. Um, we're really going to miss all my family, all my friends. But don't uncover the yellow brick. Yeah, yeah that, you could do that, and you could send people on wild goose chases. That is it as well. You you would have to do something that's really mental, wouldn't you? Like a I QR like- where you scan it. It's like, hello, I'll be with you forever from here. No, I feel like you right. film it in a coffin. And all you can see is them in the coffin. And you film it, they load it up, and it's just them in a coffin just yelling, I'm not dead! Get me out of here! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've often wanted coffins with sound effects, so you could just hear the... So are we creating, like, the future of coffins and death right now? We've got QR codes, we've got sound effects coffins, we've got people that shout in the coffins as well. I'll be honest, I forgot it was a fact. I thought we were just on Dragon's Den for a minute. Well, this is the problem. Where can it go? Like... 
you have to look into the future and see technology. You know, it's going to make everything different. What what's is, next is, in is, the future? Is this going to be burials? the equivalent though of like if twenty years ago people went, you know, what we're going to do? We're just going to put some videotapes on grave so people can pick up the videotape put it into their video player like is that is it going to be the equivalent of that that now you'd go to the grave and you'd go oh grandma i forgot you but what the is this yeah i mean it could also really work as well if like maybe you know you sadly lose a wife or girlfriend and you maybe get some like dirty videos on the qr code but then anyone can scan the qr code exactly you know, you could just go on the internet and find these yourself you don't have to go be like some weird pervert wandering around graveyards you could read That could be a thing. You never know. <clears throat> Some graveyard porn. We need to stop here. I'm going to end up in trouble. We're going to get complaints here. No, but I like it at the same time. I want to say, I think it's nice. I think there's a nice part to it. Uh, uh, as much as it is ridiculously scary and nonsense at the same time, it's quite warming maybe. A little bit. But also weird. Here's my first fact of the show. I enjoyed this one. All about a cartoonist who helped the police find who had burgled him in a brilliant way. Cartoonist, the people that draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cartoonist Wegg from Australia, William Ellis Green. He confronted a burglar at his home in 2005. Uh, The burglar then ran away. But the 82-year-old, who's, you know, the type of guy who does caricatures in the newspaper, uh, remembered what he looked like, drew a little sketch. And on that sketch which is like something you'd pay a 20 quid for in France, they found the, the culprit. They found the burglar. On a caricature. I mean, I've had a caricature done before. It doesn't really, you know, yeah. make you Suddenly features. you're looking for what someone with a... Picture? What exactly? Oh, I'm like, sorry. Like, no he looks like Mark Sinney like... with those chubby cheeks. <laughs> All right, rein it in. That's... <sighs> I'm sorry, but at what no point... No one it... walks around looking like a caricature. Like, how unfortunate looking must you be that they look at a caricature and go... Yeah, it's that bloke. Well, it's the thing. It, it is a caricature and they're, they're not meant to be normal people. They're, they're really well, extravagant the, versions of you. This is the point. Then you've got to think about who this criminal is, that they obviously had an idea of who the man was because they said, oh, that's... that's." What I like, though, is that clearly he hasn't... Bobby Burglar. So, so, like, so he's done this for memory. Gone. This is what he looked like and he's drawn a caricature. Yeah. Of it, right? yeah. Surely he's a good enough artist to go, I will draw him properly <laughs> yeah. rather than, I'm going to do a caricature because let's make this interesting. No one's face looks this much like a balloon. I love no, the fact he's It's not like he's, po- like he's posed and gone, do you want a caricature? Blah, 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 and then later on he's gone, oh, it's that bloke I drew earlier. <laughs> no, he's gone, what will help here? <laughs> yeah. I will do an oversized caricature version of him for you. Yeah, yeah but this sums up true. all my issues with caricature. I've had them for a while. Why do you have issues with them? Because it's just... How have, this- you, how have you got time in your life and space in your brain to dedicate to being annoyed about caricaturists? Well, I'm not too do sure. You not, do, you, do you not, Dan? <laughs> no, but, but there's an inner aggravation with caricaturists. Is that a word? Yeah. Sure. Let's get yeah. it there, yeah. Um, I, 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 they all look the same. They just change the hair. It's the same face every single time. Hang on, the caricaturist or the caricature? The guy that draws it. So you think that all people who draw caricatures... Draw the same person, pretty much. Okay, right. Because what it sounded like was you thought that all people looked the same who drew them. Oh, no, no. It's just the same thing, isn't it? Just over and over again. Just like, oh, he's got a quiff. We'll put a quiff. Oh, he's got long hair. We'll put long hair. The same thing every single time. You're only paying, like, 20 euro. They're not going to do it... Yeah, but you're there a while. It's an hour out my day. And also... I mean, right. What days are you doing this? I've actually only ever done it once. I'll probably never do it again. But isn't it really cringe when you see the couples doing it together? <laughs> yeah. yeah I've got, but the thing is, you always get sucked into it. When you go to France and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm just sketching. I just need to practice. And then they do it and then they make a nice one. And you've got to pay the money. Are like, you one never... of them guys, are you? Oh, I've do, you have your, do you have no, your I've rucksack, your water bottle, typical city tourist yeah, yeah, looking yeah. for the caricature? No, I don't look for the caricaturist, but I'm a typical city tourist. Here's a big tip. First thing you can do whenever you go to a European city. Take a free walking tour. For reasons like this, they will show you everything you need to know. You get a nice lay of the land. Also, 
they they tell you about the places where you can get cheaper things off the beaten track. I've Take learned, a free walking. I've tour. learned f- from doing baffled. That I don't think I do knife normally. I, I mean, it depends if you're comparing yourself to Dan. Yeah, like, yeah. But then again, you did just go on a on a rant about caricaturists. Yeah, it just like seems that's like not a waste a, of money. It's not a normal. Also, I don't yeah, believe this story. We've come away from the facts as well. I think this is complete nonsense. No, no, no it's an absolute thing. I think the, it's all the, set up to be a headline. I think it's headline PR. In Was January 2005, the 82-year-old confronted a burglar running through his backyard. After that, the man, the caricaturist called the police, took pen and paper, made the caricature... Uh, and the offender was then spotted at a local shop because the cartoon clearly showed the man responsible. Again, clearly showed the man responsible. This is a fat man. Hold on as well. Yeah. The burglar's obviously a show burglar as well because yeah. he's burgled a gaff and then gone to the local shop for a can of Coke. Yeah. You'd yeah. be out. Well, you hey, burgling is thirsty work. What are you meant to do? Apparently, well, get, so I'm told. I'd probably disappear from the local area. I think oh, he's probably a bit of a hit on me right now. But then also as well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't sit there thinking, oh, a caricaturist has actually drawn a picture of me and they're on the hunt. You ain't got away with it. You'd be a bad burglar. Yeah, I would be awful. Oh, actually, no. I'd be good at doing it. I'd be bad at the bit after. Someone, someone had stopped to draw a picture of you and you'd get so annoyed that you give yourself away. I ain't paying money for that. They all look the same as everyone else. I get dragged. It's d- different air. Yeah, I get dragged into it as well. Yeah, I think so. My issue. Yeah, I'd be questioned and they'd be like, did you just rub up? I'd be like, yeah. Oh, no. Mark, what's your first fact over the show? BlackBerry used stealth marketing tactics to help get their phones off the ground. So they hired, Connor will love this, they hired uh, female models to flirt with men in bars while they were holding Blackberries. So the girls would be there holding Blackberries and then they'd flirt with the guys. The guys would be like, oh, can I give you my number? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. Hand over their Blackberry. The guy would use the Blackberry to put his phone number in. And that is how Blackberry started marketing to men of business. Uh, I like it as an idea. Like, I like the creativity. I think the Blackberries are so hard to use that no one's doing it. No no one is loving the experience of with that little ball and oh, the yeah. tiny little keys. No one's going, oh, I love this so much, I must have one. No, but bear in mind, this is this is back when Blackberries were starting out. So this is when it was like this new, oh my God, I get a full QWERTY keyboard on a phone. Mm. Like, this was back when we were using Nokia 3310. There was a moment in my life at school where every female had the white blackberry curve it was called and the back of it was always like a material that's just covered in fake tan always i vividly remember it at school very essex that was not it yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. very essex a phone, cover, a phone covered in fake tan but yeah it was blackberry curve and blackberry bold and the blackberry bold was for the kids that lived on heart mount expensive the yeah. blackberry curve was for the yeah cheaper ones yeah the muggles yeah down the council state you don't you don't get blackberry anymore the Poor old council yeah, statement the old riots paid paid did that, didn't they? The the riots. Yeah, the London riots that were supposedly all sorted on BBM, Blackberry Messenger. Yeah. Oh, do you remember And then everyone sudden went, oh, maybe Blackberry's aren't so good. Yeah. Do you know the good thing about BBM? Be very good for what they wanted. To be I used, I, we always used to, yeah, this is really sad, put our girlfriend's names in them with a love heart in yeah, the BBM descriptions. So it was, like, it was like Laura Hart. So everyone knew you were the Laura. And then Laura put Connor Hart. But would you also put your own name in? Or would no. You just get really fucking My name would be at the top, Connor Knight, under, underneath that Laura Hart. You know, like people put it in their Instagram bios? What, what's yeah. Laura doing now? Laura. No, I'm not actually saying my actual girlfriend's name. See, that's the thing. I never went out of a Laura. Did you not? No. Oh, no. Connor, Connor just had right hand heart. <laughs> Spy tactics there from you. Yeah, just in case she listens. Hi, Laura. Yeah. Miss you. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Um, 
So according to astronauts that have been to the space, there's a there's been to the space, been to the space, astronauts. the space. Is that a specific part of space? There's a space. Smell. Is that where there's most space? Yeah, it's like the, the most space. space. It's the local nightclub in Brentwood. That's a great joke, Dan. Well done. It's caused by dying stars, yeah. and they say that the smell is a mix between diesel fuel and a good barbecue. So, uh, like I know a little bit about science, and oh, here we I go. think this has been moderately disproven. I think some people say it does, some people say it doesn't. Well, the thing is, it can't really be disproven as such because it's all on opinion, right? Therefore, everyone smells. Different. Is this show called Baffled Amazing Opinions? That are completely no, I think with something like smell, it's all different. Everyone sort of like my mum, for example, has really bad smell, like really strong, like household cleaning stuff. I can smell it. She can't really smell it. I think smells all you dependent. To, you don't need to brag. Yeah, here's here's a question. Smelly, smelly, smelly space. Here's a question. I feel like this is something you will know, Dan. If anyone knows, it's you. It's not. Sure. It's not you, Connor. How do you smell in space? Because surely, no. So right, you're in because the whole point of being in that spacesuit when yeah. you're outside and you're things is that you can still breathe because obviously space is a vacuum so therefore how are you able to smell it's when they go on wing walks and then they wear their spacesuit and then they come back in and then they take the spacesuit off they can spend it on that there and they give it a bit of a whiff of the spacesuit they give it a little whiff yeah uh, there we go. connor be great at that you've got top, top sense of smell don't you not like your mom she's terrible at the fucking thing. yeah she's terrible and then when they whiff the spacesuit it's whiff it it's what Whiff it. Smith it. Whiff it. Whiff it. Whiff it. Smith it. It's a good old barbecue and diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an F1 car. How have you heard it is? Uh, no, some people just say it doesn't really smell like that much at all. Well, maybe they're Connor's mum who's got no smell. Uh, but apparently, maybe, the, apparently maybe, stars, maybe they've gone up there and got COVID. Maybe they know. did. Dying stars smell. Yeah. Well it's, it's, well, it's an explosion, isn't it? It's what? It's an explosion. Oh, well, an implosion, I it's an explosion. Really. I was like, what is that word? Okay. <laughs> um, getting dragged off, aren't we? Baffled, amazing fact, sir. That are complete nonsense. nonsense. Yeah. Right, second fact of the show. Major League Baseball umpires are required to wear black underwear in case their pants split during a game. I sh myself the other night. This leads on wonderfully from this fact. Generally. Okay, that let's is the just greatest opening dis- comment. Let's just do it. You know what? I'm, I'm happy with disregarding that research because it's led to this old yeah. beauty. So, right. So talk, talk us through it. So Monday night, sure. I um, I should have been wearing black pants, to be honest with you. But Monday night, I went round a friend's house for a few cocktails for his girlfriend's birthday. No joke, we was deep into the margaritas and I farted and a nug come out, 100%. And do you know the best bit about it? Do you know the best bit about it? He didn't believe me, right? So I had to prove to him with a swift wipe that that had happened. Right, I've got a few... So the black pants thing, I'm here for it. I've got a few things to I say. I had white Calvins on. Nightmare. I've got so I've got a few things to they say. They got binned. Let me, you know this isn't therapy, right? You're not you're not required to say these things. I don't need therapy. No, you're not. You, you're not paid us to listen to this. Like you have, you have voluntarily said that. Yeah. Right. Well, have you shit yourself? I have before, but you know it's, you? it's not something I'll bring up apropos of nothing on a podcast. You talk. You spoke about the color of pants. Yeah. And there's a moment in my life recently, Monday, we're now at Thursday, where I should have wore a black pant. Yeah. It's related to your fact. Yeah, but it's just something you don't need to say. But it's but, relatable. What? Yeah, but... Has anybody f***ed their self? Right, hey, just... hey guys, listening in. Hey, I'm just like you. I, I, you sh- your pants all the time, don't you? So, right, you, you've done... You've, 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 you've pooed. Size of the nugget, what are we talking? Mate, literally, it was like a pee, but it just wouldn't go. I could not clear it up. Nightmare. Genuinely. So it was a really bad so, 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 Why stuff- have you brought it up to your mates? Well, because he was in the room with me as it happened. I was like, oh no. And he was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> right, let's go. I tell you what. Uh, 
Lights, camera, action. My name's Dan. I'm directing you mm. in the remake of Monday Night Connor yeah. stuff after too many margaritas. Yep. Get in mind quick, your... Quick, can I just clarify here? Yeah, margarita course. drinks, margarita pizzas. Margarita drinks. 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 We did actually have pizza, but okay. I had Nijunga. We don't know. I, I don't need to know this. Use that as your own motivation. Yeah. Think of your character's wants and needs, the difference between the two. Think of why he's going to reveal this information. You're having a little sip. You've had too many. It's your mate's girlfriend's birthday. You think you're farting. Uh, as you say, a pea nugget of poo comes out. What's your reaction? I've shit myself, mate. No way you haven't shit yourself. I actually have. He knows I've got IBS. That's hilarious. Cracks up. I don't believe you. No, genuinely. Prove it. Why, Why would you, you lie it? about that? Well, I don't know. Why is this man thinking you're lying? Well, you know, I, I sh- myself can be taken in many different ways. It could be taken as a joke. It could yeah, be like you... something scared me. Or was Danny, was there a Danny like? No, a, a Daddy Longlegs. Why are you getting that scared by Daddy Longlegs is that you're pooing? Why no, is that No, he's in like, oh, I shit myself. What, when you come in here? Yeah, there was a spider, right, right, right. you know? But yeah, it was nugget. Anyway, fact, what happened then at baseball? <laughs> they have to wear black underwear just in case they're trousers split so they don't want to offend there's anyone. more to that it's in case they shit themselves I promise you now those white tighty whities that they wear with a white pan is bad news why do you think no one can control their bowels because it happens to the best of us I don't believe not you, regularly you you. I, I, I would put good money on the fact that a baseball umpire has never pooed his pants in, in public in yeah. the middle of a game calling calling that a foul ball third strike you're out oh sorry I've shit myself what is that a daddy long legs no I mean I've actually pooed my pants you shit no. Never. I mean, not since I was like, I'm a little kid. Maybe I'm on my own here. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah, yeah I think I, maybe I need to go to the doctors. So I apologise. I'm more concerned the fact that you did it and you went, I'd better tell my friends. I think there's an issue as well with me because the minute that you started talking about black underwear and why they're wearing black underwear, it instantly goes to a poo scenario. That, that's my problem. I'll work on that. Yeah, so it, you know, people have the six degrees of separation. You have very few degrees of separation in, in your mind from. Uh, a story containing your irritable bowels. Yeah. Connor has IBS. Connor has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. I <laughs> Mark, what's your uh, what's your second fact of the show? For hundreds of years, we'd been mapping a non-existent island. So no, 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 no. That's interesting. Don't you sigh. So there's a place called Sandy Island, which explorer James Cook discovered. In 1774. Do you know who James Cook is, Connor? Absolutely not. Oh, a singer. Yeah, great. He's a singer. Absolutely. Uh, and it began appearing on Norsecal maps in 1908. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A what map? Maps of the ocean. Yeah. Cool. There we go. Uh, however, in 2012, a team of Australian science- scientists decided we should probably go explore this island, find out what it is. Turns out, never existed. Can you tell me something about what it was meant to be? Uh, so they think... The cook will have seen something, but it would just been what they call a pumice raft, which is basically floating volcanic stone and gas. Oh, that? So, so therefore, they reckon he did see something, <clears throat> and it's just kind of been passed down as yeah, there's a landmass here, there's an island, there's an island, there's an island. They finally went to find it, doesn't exist. So from 1908 up until 2012, it was on every single map. 2012, yeah, 2012. 2012. Oh, when you come into so the modern ni- day, I enjoy from it. 1908 to 2012. Everyone just assumed it existed. And Where, whereabouts? Side, uh, just off Australia. Why? Okay. Near, near the Cook Islands, I would imagine. Wow. But there was, so there was, was there searchers, look, have they been looking for it? Or was it, they always knew where it was, they just never ever went there to find out if it was there or not? No one ever went there to survey it. It just kind of got added to maps and no one ever bothered to check whether it existed. But when they went existed. there, it was just ocean. 
just ocean. It was meant to be the size of Manhattan. Doesn't even exist. Question: Could it have once maybe have been there? And it's so they, so they reckon time. that something was there. That's what they reckon is the pumice raft. So volcanic stone, basically. So they reckon something was there, but an island it was not. Do you know what? I I made a noise when you've done the facts. I actually quite like that. Fact. I'm interested in it's me jumping too soon. Now. You said, oh, now it's you know 2012. Now I'm interested. What's your cutoff? Like, how late are you prepared to? willingly be interested by no I think I think with with, no I I really love history one of my favourite subjects at school I like hearing about history but if that fact Mark had said and was like and then they discovered in 1802 that it wasn't I'd be like but 2012 discovery I'm like oh wow that's really that's a long while that this thing has existed and it hasn't even been there I find that really interesting we've discovered we have made some discoveries today Sandy Island was it Pumice Stones yeah Pumice Raft Pumice Raft and and nuggets of poo that's just dropping out of your bum willy nearly the Sydney Morning Herald published an obituary for Sandy Island and I do hear that tomorrow they're going to run an obituary for that bit of poo that was in Connor's bum hole it's the keeler just to let you know does not agree with me so what did you show your mate when you had to why, <laughs> why? why? do you know what I want to do, you know I want to do? No, no, do you know what I want to do I'm going to, I want to explain to you right now oh, about I'm something. so glad that the word explain okay. came out there I was worried where we were going with this as much as you sit there and you say about the poo comments and you know blah 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 do you know so interesting we had a cracking fact we're 10 minutes in but you're still curious well i'm not curious about the fact you've pooed your pants i'm curious at your almost insistence on bragging about it yeah did you know like you be- like you to your mate going oh i've just done this no you haven't yeah well I'll, I'll prove it how did you prove it you went and wiped i'll be honest with you in like this environment you know when you're not seven margaritas deep i probably wouldn't be oh, myself you know i'll go and deal with that when you've had a few and you're with your best mate, something to go down on the on the sort of history of friendship with, and it bring it up at the wedding. Remember you yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love you. You know which time? Yeah, the time you're <laughs> daddy long legs. I don't know. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. You can always get in touch with us, by the way. It's info at baffledpod.com. As I say, thank you for uh, uh, the the reams and pumice rafts of people that got in touch to celebrate the birthday to three with Luke so thank you yeah. uh, anyone else got in touch uh, yeah, on birthday related we do we've got a bunch this week I've picked up three uh, on the email info at baffledpod.com Randy from sunny Doncaster he says hi there peeps love your podcast Connor you are my second favourite personality after Mr Pilkington so there you go uh, I was just wondering if your IBS badges are still available as I have a special collection of badges on my guitar strap. My wife has suffered with IBS for years, so it would be nice to have a badge for her. Okay, what's his name? Randy. Randy, couple of things for the wife. Margaritas stay well clear. <laughs> Secondly, for the badges, <laughs> you'll be lucky, mate. Do you want to know something? Do they still exist? Interesting. 
It's in the post already. Oh. oh. So, Randy, by the time you are listening, you might well have it. Yeah, Randy, by the time your wife has had seven margaritas and shit herself, you'll have a badge on your guitar strap. Uh, Randy, I'd like you to get in touch with us again, if possible, and let us know if your wife ever, you know, casually drops stories bragging about her pooing herself. I would imagine not. Probably not. Because, as I say, it's not therapy. Just sat around. But, you know, get, thank you, Randy. Infobaffledpod.com. Uh, also on the Instagram at BaffledPod, Melanie Jane Gray sent us a link to a new jumper for you, Connor. Uh, it's royal blue with IBS in big letters across the middle and irritable bowel syndrome underneath. Wonderful. So, I would. Um, how much is it? There you go. Uh, I don't know. I'll find out. Maybe on the back it says a nug just came out. I'll make you a deal. You two buy me that jumper. I'll wear it every single episode. Uh, there must be. There must be. You know, we we did the switch. We must have something in the old coffers. Yeah, we have got something we can knock up. You know, a bit of IBS merch. Nothing. You know. No, not, I just want you to have it. Oh, right. Well, Mark. Uh, Laura, or LK Taylor on Instagram, says, Having recently listened to the episode where you boys say that rats are not cute or kind creatures, I present to you a rat rescue. She's then sent us a video and goes on to say that rats are kind of like tiny cats as pets. They love snuggles and can even be taught tricks. Doesn't, doesn't mean they're cute. See, I'm, I'm, I'm still saying rats aren't cute. But I know the answer brilliant animals they do the army stuff but they're not good looking they're not attractive creatures no I've got one hello as well it's in my mind because I haven't got my laptop with me but it's to Sophie Thwaites in Australia who sent me a good link to loads of really good facts so thank you for that she listens yeah. every week someone else doing your work for you isn't it yeah well listen thank you so much info at baffledpod.com you can give us a follow we are at baffledpod on Instagram and on TikTok last fact um before we move on to the last fact, you know when you keep saying about therapy with the shitting yourself situation? How would that work? I mean, you walk into therapy and go, hi, I keep shitting myself. Well, you've no, obviously no, got no, an no, issue no. So Clearly you walk in, you drop trowel, and then you wipe and you go, see? Yeah. And that, no, yeah, exactly. That You'd say you keep shitting yourself and you go, imagine, I don't believe you. Like, I've, I've had therapy before and I'm trying to imagine that situation where I sit there and I sort of go, hi, like, what would you like to talk about today? Well, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I keep shitting myself. Yeah, 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 I, I, I think that's a doctor thing rather than a therapy. Yeah, yeah. no, but my point is... Do I discuss the type of booze? No, my no, worries? My point is... Colour? It's not your opening. It's just the way that you brought that up was like someone yeah, who had you know paid what? money to sit on a couch just to say anything that they want. Do you know what? I'll give it to you. The shit myself thing rolls off the tongue way too easily. It yeah. does. Yeah, it really does. It's quite worrying. Uh, bonus fact for you, though. Oh. Uh, there is a thing called a Bristol poo chart. Oh. This is how you track what type of poo you have. You see, so, th- so that's what you do, Connor. No. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't have to describe it. Up. You just say whether it's one to seven. I... One being separate hard lumps, seven being liquid consistency with no solid pieces. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I have raging health anxiety. I'm a hypochondriac. That would lead me to oh. devastation. I'd be looking, okay, what are, what, what are the little small pieces mean? Quick question, when a nug came out, where would you put it on one to seven? I'd put it like, you know the tiny little nug top left? That was single one. Separate hard lumps. Uh, yeah, but one of them severe. Uh, see, it was. It's not a poo in itself. I mean, that would make you severely constipated. Do you know what it was? It was it's not a poo in itself. It's just little globules. Isn't it? No, it was. It was a fart that just, you know, and then it just. I just came. I have all. I have all manner of poos. I am. I am. I am proficient with my poo. Be- this has been a very poo heavy episode. That hasn't is it? because though. You don't eat meat, I assume. All of the different types of foods, because my friend also does, and mm. he says that he finds it. It's like, Whoa. yeah, it's all over the place. There we go. Yeah. Uh, right, let's get cracking. What's your what's your final fact of the show? Uh, okay, so the first American car race that ever took place was in 1985. That was the first engine car race. Obviously, 
cars hadn't been around for long at all, hence why it was the first ever car race. When? Not uh, 1895. Um, and the top speed of the race was seven mile an hour. You could ru- How long was the race? Because surely you could run. Well, so I wanted to actually find out more about it. So the race didn't go on very long because it was seven miles an hour. Everyone got quite bored and the race kind of ended up. Surely every car at that point can probably go seven miles an hour. So it's you're not really watching a race. You're just watching a lot of cars well, driving is, at the same speed. This was my thing that I wanted to talk to you about. What's the point in the race? I mean, the idea of racing cars now is you build the best engines. You, you do this. Engines hadn't really been around long. They're all going at the same kind of speed. They're all pretty much the same kind of... What's the point in the race? Oh, you have done it at the same speed, but you started ahead of me. I, I don't really understand how it's... You know? Showing off in it. But seven mile an hour. So you think about how slow that is. I mean, you do seven mile an hour in a car today... You can't really drive the bloody thing. It's so slow, right? Your clutch is like... Yeah, yeah. That, that was seven mile per hour race, top speed. Wait, eighteen ninety. Penny farthings come rushing past then. It's a bloke out for a little jog. He goes past. Yeah. Oh, very good. You like that? Yeah. Just a little one for you. Why not? I, I don't think we can do much more than it. No, I'll be honest. Do you, want to know, do you want to know what else there is? One of the drivers, he himself. Did you know neighbours of lottery winners are significantly more likely to declare bankruptcy Ooh. from one bit of luck to another. Significantly, it's about 3%. Is that just a coincidence? or no? You see, you see them buying nice things, you go, I'll do that. That's, that's exactly it. Ah, influence. I, I get that because you do have that as well, don't you? Instantly. You go around a friend's house, for example, you see something they've done, you get influenced by that. I can see this. Yeah, it raises... They found that for every £1,000 increase in lottery winnings, it raises the risk of bankruptcy among neighbours by 2.4%. Words to you. So, you know, if every time... So if someone's winning millions and millions and millions and you're next to them, you've got a very good chance, a very high chance of going bankrupt. Interesting story. I once worked at a company. Um, and yourself? I know. And it was a uh, an engineering firm and I just worked in marketing. I'd only been out of school like a year. And... I was talking to some of the guys there and there was a guy that used to work there that won the lottery. I've never known anyone that's won the lottery before. I don't know if you guys have. He I've, won, I've won the lottery. You won the lottery. Yeah. He won... Uh, About £5.20. Brilliant. He won £70 million. A little bit more than me. Yeah, which is a lot of money. At the time that I was talking to the guys that used to work with him, he was five years into being a lottery winner. Mm. Completely skint. Wife left him. Kids hated him. Completely lost his mind. Go, I think you have to... Completely lost his mind, which is why, which I find really interesting, if you win the lottery now in the modern day, do you know you can request it in instalments? Yeah. So you don't, because he just got lump sum 70 million. Look, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I know I've always been able to do that. Well, I think that there was a lot of like bad situations with lottery winners, like people had done some bad stuff and, and not been in good places. Kind of like Justin Bieber when he become Who, 18 of course famously won the lottery <laughs> won the lottery but when he turned 18 he got like 200 million pound given to him lost the plot a little bit went a bit crazy I feel like I probably would do that I can admit that if I got 100 million I'll go mad <laughs> it's the thing with kid stars isn't it Lindsay Lohan yeah Cole, well exactly same sort of story it's quite hard to spend that much money mm, because if you save me, it like supermarket I think it's if very you put it in your bank account it makes money like no, it I, makes more money than mm, you can spend I think you'd be very very surprised I think if you've got the... I don't think you would. Genuinely, I don't think you're that sort of person. I think you would manage that really well, actually. I think you probably would as well. I think I would get a bit weird with it and maybe... You'd be on the streets in two months. I think, yeah. Well, I'd buy the studio just for the sake of it. I wouldn't so I'd have those cameras all facing me and I'd get you to move out of the way That's when there's a camera in Marshall. Yeah. I'd live quite a... I wouldn't live that hedonistic a life, I don't think. I think I would... I've always wanted to be like Willy Wonka. 
Oh, you, you know, like, like yeah. doing like weird stuff, mm. weird fun stuff. You'd be uh, good I've at often that. said a dream of mine is always just to sail around the world on a yacht naked. I'd I think love I, to do that. I think I know you well enough. I've known you a long while now. I think that you would instantly, within your top three purchases, get to space somehow. I think, oh, would, uh, I think you'd want to get up there, wouldn't you? Quite, I don't know. I think it's quite a lot for not a lot. Well, could jump on a rocket, can't you? You pay and do that, can't you? Yeah, but it's quite a lot of money for not a lot. I think the guy that's just done it to pay about two hundred million pounds. Oh. What did you think it was? A fiver? No, I thought it was like a couple of million. No, no, it is quite pricey. Oh. You wouldn't lose the money. No. Think no. of the t-shirts. Yeah, think, for... think of all the teddies that you buy at the God, Disney can store. Can you imagine oh, it, well, honestly? Mark, all, Mark, all those differently loaned stitches. Mark could land in Disneyland and just be like... Yeah. Okay. Buy a lifetime membership. Time for Mark's last fact Oh, the show. Chris Evans has broken three of Captain America's shields... Not through filming, but because him and Anthony Mackie decided to play frisbee with them in between takes. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? You would, wouldn't you? And do you know what? This is so interesting that you've said this fact, because I went to see the new Shang-Chi film, the Marvel film. I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen it. It's fantastic, by the way. Go see it. And I went with a friend of mine, and I was actually chatting to him in the car on the way back about what do you reckon it's like on a Marvel set? What do you reckon it's like in between takes? It must be so incredible, because their sets are like crazy, and you have all of the costumes around you. I'd, if I was Spider-Man... I'd want to put the Iron Man suit on just because I can, because I'm on set, wouldn't you? What? It blows my mind. Uh, in my short acting career... Oh, here we go. Which didn't quite oh. make, which didn't quite make it to... Dan, you sat in the Great Hall, mate, no, 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 f- an owl I'm not, flew over your head. I'm not You're talking hardly about Chris Evans. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... So when, I, when I did a play once, I wanted to use... The... Oh, you done a play? You've got, quite a, you've got an IBD, IMBD list of you. Mm. What was the play? Mm, we'll get the... Uh, <laughs> I wanted to... Was it an educational play at school? No, no, no. I wanted to use a fork from the props department to eat my pot noodle, and I got told off for that. My point there is, surely the props department are having, like, doing their nothing here. Mark, are you... Can you believe that that's where we've got to? <laughs> I'll be honest, it is not the most surprising comeback to a fact so far today. I'm, got, I'm, I'm just saying, we've got, I got told off that tiny thing. Like, probably... What is he getting for for breaking these shields? Oh, we're, it's, we're, it's Chris Evans. Who it wants. We're talking about maybe one of the most famous iconic props in any film ever, and Captain I, America's shield, uh, and you've compared it to you <laughs> you using it using <laughs> a for your pot noodle, your pot noodle in a local Amdram. Well, it's it's two great acting minds, isn't it? Uh, one of the one of the world's most known personalities who puts in performance after performance, and Chris Evans in a local Amdram. Oh. It wasn't Amdram, it was I was paid for um, it. it was a proper show. Yeah. Is Amdram am- amateur dramatics yeah. as well? Mm. I love it. I love the fact it's shortened. I think it's number four on the poo, the Bristol Poo um, chart. Before we finish the episode today, because I do feel like we just need to know what what have you done in the world of acting then? <laughs> Would what, you like a full roll call? Yeah, please tell me. So you've done Harry Potter, you wore a cape. You've done So when I was young I was in dra- like a Saturday drama school, we got an agent. I did loads of stuff at the drama school. Then I did I was an extra <laughs> I was an extra on Closer. The Nicole Kidman and Jude Law vehicle. Then I did uh, Harry Potter 4. And then I did Rosemary in Time on the telly. Then I took a few years out. And then I came back and just did like acting. At- it took a, f- took f- a few years out. three jobs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at that point, your career's peaked and you go, where do I go from here? That's, you know what? Oh. I was like a few, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll take a few years do, out. Do you know what I've done? I've done Rosemary in Time, called the agent. I was like, I need a break. 
<laughs> I had to advance myself, my studies, so I went to university. And then when I came back, I just got involved with acting um, at like, with theatres. Was it like. really tough to come back in, having been at such a height <laughs> and then having three years out? You know, it really was. Yeah. He really threw the industry. They were like, Dan yeah. Simpson's back. You Where's know, he gone? From Rosemary and Time. Vogue was ready to run this whole like <laughs> yeah. article devoted to him. Yeah. Double page spread, front page cover. And he went... God, it's I'm like out. a. I'm out three three years taking a break. It's like searching for Sugar Man or or the articles that you see where the kid from Oliver went to become a dentist or whatever it was. I do think it's cool that you've done Harry Potter. By the way, I do think it's really. I'll take the Mickey out of you, but that's really cool. Um, the Captain America thing. Yes. Three of them they broke. Do you reckon these things three. were? What are they even made of? The shields for the because he's quite. He holds it a lot in the film. Then so they like metal or something or. Well, I assume because of the amount of stunts they do, they're gonna have to be quite light. Yeah, I can imagine like maybe like a like a what. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you, it's like you went to say it and then realised you don't know any materials. Well, like, you know what? Because I had a word in my mouth. I had a word in my head, but cling film was about to come out and it went really wrong in my head. So I thought, do you know what? Shut up and just act like it. Yeah. What? It just. It, it, I was, sh- paper mache? No, it's heavy. No, no it's not really. I, I would I would imagine that it's some kind of light metal. Mm-hmm. So therefore, uh, when I say broken, it's probably not been entirely snapped in half or anything like it would if it was glass right. but it's just being uh, shape. when I from when I was on a film set uh, the oh, talk about props all the food was, was quite fake in Harry Potter I'm I, we're coming so all the, bowl, the, the, the stands of Peritta Rolls that was all fake sorry sorry to blow the myth we are coming to the end of the episode but no I, no we're not probably I, halfway through I do just want to <laughs> I do just want to let you know that I love you very much for the for the fact that you have turned around and said that after those three jobs you needed a break <laughs> no i didn't There's say i needed possibly, a break i didn't say i needed a break you took some time I said out I, I did take some time out because i was i was d- doing uni stuff dan i really think you take some time out i mean that rose me in time <laughs> just go take a minute find yourself sometimes it's on telly and i still get emails from people and i was only an extra Emails? What do they say? No no messages from mates. Do they email you and say, I can't believe you're back? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest, this was your best thing before you took a break. Yeah. I'm just saying, we are underplaying it on that role on this podcast. That should be, you know, we're we're giving away switches. We're getting in people that are going to help us out, um, you know, get us the millions that we deserve. And what we should be doing... I mean, I'm glad that you're using your acting connections to get us lots of big name guests. What have we learned this week? Well, uh, perhaps giving your phone to someone might be the worst marketing trick of all time. We haven't quite figured it out. Also, sometimes when you have pooed, you need to, to prove that you've pooed and just tell everyone all the time when no one wants to hear. And sometimes as well, you just need some time out. So if you find yourself in a lofty position, you're in Rosemary in time, ITV prime time for two seconds. You just need to take a step away from the game. Remind yourself who you are. Info at bafflepod.com. That's where you need to go if you want to send us an email at bafflepod on Instagram and TikTok too. And we'll see you next week. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Mark's looking through some very raunchy WhatsApps that I can see right now. So he wants to go. Uh, We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.